the 49ers win, but lose Jimmy Garoppolo for the season. Jalen Hurts for MVP. Aaron Rodgers still owns the Chicago Bears. And more. Your weekly happy hour of overreaction Monday, week 13 of the NFL season starts right now. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Hour Podcast, wherever you may be. And it's December 5th, 2022, Overreaction Monday, week 13 of the NFL season. And we had a we had quite a few good slate of games on Sunday. Um in the NFL season, we had a little divisional matchup between the Commanders and the Giants. We had uh, div- even even though two of these teams not that good, it's still the Packers and the Bears. Uh, we had a good one down in Atlanta between Pittsburgh and the Falcons, and we also had a rematch of the AFC title game. Between the Chiefs and the Bengals. And we also had a big matchup in the Bay Area between the Dolphins and the 49ers. And the storyline in that game where you had Mike McDaniels taking on um, Kyle Shanahan for the first time. As Mike Mike McDaniels followed Kyle every stop of Kyle's journey to becoming a head coach. So... A little storyline there. So, and let's start there with the Dolphins and the 49ers. And um, the 49ers ended up winning this game 33-17. to But it came at a cost because Jimmy Garoppolo, during the first offensive possession for the 49ers, was sacked. And it looked like he injured his ankle. And then it came out after the game that Jimmy Garoppolo broke his left foot. And he is out for the rest of the season. So Brock Purdy, who looked who looked he looked really good um coming off the bench. Um he didn't get phased at all. Um, he didn't crumble because you know coming off the bench as a starter as a quarterback, um, it's tough in the National Football League. But I thought Brock Purdy, he looked good coming in in reserve for the injured Jimmy Garoppolo. Brock Purdy, his, he had his first two NFL touchdowns passing. He was twenty-five of thirty-seven. He did have one interception, but that was on a fourth down uh, play where the San Francisco was going for it. 210 yards passing. You got Christian McCaffrey on the ground, 17 carries, 66 yards. Jordan Mason, 8 carries, 51 yards. Also receiving for McCaffrey, he had a touchdown 
eight receptions, 80 yards. Debo Samuel, six receptions, 58 yards. Brandon Ayuk, five receptions, 46 yards. But I got to say something. Brock Purdy, he looked he looked good coming off the bench. And, and again, it, folks, that's not easy to do in the NFL. And you can make the case, Brock Purdy was the better quarterback than Tua Tungvaloa. After the first play of the game where Tua hit um, Trent Sherfield for a 75-yard touchdown, play at the at the to begin the game Tua Tagovailoa did not look like the quarterback that we've seen in previous weeks. I thought the 49ers defense made Tua look uncomfortable all game long. And you got Nick Bosa, by the way. I believe he had 3 sacks. I just want to shout this out, Nick Bosa, defensive Player of the year. End of story. Jimmy Ward, he had an interception. Um, Diamador Lenore had an interception. Fred Warner had an interception. But this 49ers defense, once again, playing lights out. And they are, there's a reason why this 49ers defense is the best defense in the NFL. Period. But I give credit to Brock Purdy coming in off the bench. He was the better quarterback. This was a big win for this 49ers team. They're now 8-4, and four, still in first place in the NFC West over the Seattle Seahawks. So they play the Tampa Bay Bucks. Next week, the 49ers at Levi Stadium. So that could be Tom Brady's final. I won't say could be. I think it will be Tom Brady's final game against the team that he grew up um, rooting for as a kid. So that's one storyline. And unfortunately, we won't get that other storyline of Brady. Versus Garoppolo because Garoppolo's done for the season with the broken left foot. But um, I can't say enough. Brock Purdy did his part after taking over for Jimmy Garoppolo. Um, so we'll see how what happens next week as Brock Purdy is going up against a Tampa Bay Buccaneers team. They've been a little disappointing this year in that awful NFC South. So we'll see how he prepares for this game as he will be the guy um, taking the number one snaps in practice this week. And the 49ers did sign um, Josh Johnson off the Broncos practice squad to be Purdy's um, backup quarterback for the rest of the season. So the Dolphins, meantime, they go to LA next week to take on the Chargers on Sunday night football. The 
the Philadelphia Eagles in a blowout win over the Tennessee Titans, 35-10, as Jalen Hurts throws three touchdown passes plus a touchdown run as the Eagles blow out the um, Tennessee Titans 30, um, 35 to 10 in the city of brotherly, brotherly love. Again, 29 of 30, 29 of 39 passing, 380 yards. You got Miles Sanders on the ground, a touchdown, 10 carries, 24 yards. You got A.J. Brown against his former team. Well, on it was draft day where the Titans traded A.J. Brown to Philadelphia. He had eight receptions, 119 yards, and two touchdowns. Devontae Smith, five receptions, 102 yards, and a touchdown. But I'm just going to say it right now, folks. Jalen Hurts is the MVP this season. The Eagles are 11-1 now on the season, leading the NFC East. And barring a meltdown, they are going to win that division. And if you look at the NFC playoff picture right now, you got the Eagles, who are the number one seed in this in the NFC, and then you got the Vikings right behind them at number two, and then you got the 49ers number three, and you got the Bucks at four, and then you got the Cowboys, the Giants, and then the Seahawks. Um, they're as your wild card teams. It's the Cowboys, Giants, and Seahawks. And then just in the hunt on the bubble, you got the Commanders. I don't believe I'm not buying the the Lions, even though they're playing some good football right now towards the end of the season. And then you got the Packers and you got the Falcons. That's the so far the. NFC playoff picture. And speaking of the Commanders and the Giants, that game ended in a tie there at MetLife Stadium where the Giants had a chance to win the game in overtime with a field goal, but it was just... It, 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 was, it was going to be good, but it came up just short to win the game. So that game ends in a tie. And I think that I believe this tie between Washington and the New York Giants will have some implications in that NFC playoff picture. So we'll see how what those teams do next week. But Daniel Jones, 25 or 31 200 yards to touchdown. I thought he was solid. Saquon Barkley, 18. Carries 63 yards. Darius Slayton had a solid game um, receiving. Isaiah Hodges. Daniel Bellinger. You got Richie James. Saquon Barkley. Julian Love. Shout out Julian Love. 
Notre Dame, 11 tackles. Nick McLeod, 6 tackles. But that defense came up big for the Giants. You got Taylor Heineke for the Commanders, 2 touchdowns, 275 yards, 27 of 41. Brian Robinson, 21 carries, 96 yards. Antonio Gibson, 9 carries for 39 yards. Curtis Samuel, 3 carries for 23 yards. Terry McLaurin, big day um, through the air. 8 carries, 8 receptions, 105 yards, and a touchdown. Curtis Samuel as a receiver. Six receptions, 63 yards. Jahan Dotson had a big touchdown late in that game um, for the Commandos. Five receptions for 54 yards. But this game for both teams and for the NFC playoff picture will have some implications. That tie, I think, I believe that tie will hurt um, those two teams as we get here late. As well, this is week 13, so I believe that tie could hurt both those teams as we look at the playoff picture there in the NFC. You have the Detroit Lions, who have now won four of the last five games. They blow out the Jags 40 to 14. They're playing, they're, they're playing some good ball right now in Detroit. The five, the Five and seven um, on the season. And they're playing some really good ball for Dan Campbell there in Detroit. And you got the Steelers going into Atlanta and beating the Dirty Birds, the Falcons, 19 to 1916. The Steelers are now five and seven on the season. Is it too soon to be bullish on the, the Steelers? For next season. Because I really like Kenny Pickett. Um, as the quarterback of the Steelers team. Is it too soon to be bullish on the Steelers for next season? Because I, I really like. I, I really like this team for next season. And Kenny Pickett. I think he's going to be a really good quarterback. Um, for the Steelers. And they're in the AFC. Najee Harris had a. Great day on the ground for the Steelers. Um, you got Steven Sims, a nice day on the ground. Pat Firemuth, Deontay Johnson, Connor Hayward um, had a touchdown. Um, so you got Mika Fitzpatrick, a game-ending interception there for the Steelers' defense, but... I really like the Steelers for next season, folks. I don't know if it's too soon to be bullish on them for next season, so keep an eye on the Steelers for next season. You have the Minnesota Vikings surviving at home against the Jets. I don't know what to make of the Minnesota Vikings. I'm not... When you look at... The best teams in the NFC. I can't. This is my personal opinion. I can't put the Vikings. In that same conversation. 
with the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Dallas Cowboys. Because in my honest opinion, in no particular order, the best teams in the NFC are the Eagles, the 49ers, and the Cowboys. And then I would put the Vikings at number four. I'm just not... I haven't been that impressed when I've watched the Vikings this season. Like, they don't blow anybody out. They had that bad blowout loss at home against the Cowboys a week after they had that emotional win um, in overtime against the Bills. I'm... and. I'm not sold on Kirk Cousins because until he shows that he can win a big game, I'm not taking this Viking team seriously uh, when it comes to the postseason or as in the conversation as one of the best teams in the NFC. But they they hung on to beat the Jets. The Jets had an opportunity to win this game as Mike White had a chance. It was fourth down. It was near the goal line to put the Jets ahead with with a touchdown, and it was incomplete. So the Jets lose to the Vikings. The Jets are now seven and five. The Vikings go to ten and two on the season after beating the Jets twenty seven to twenty two. This past Thursday, you had the Bills. Beat the Patriots twenty four to ten. You know when I watch the Bills, Josh Allen to me doesn't seem like the same quarterback from early on, from early on in the season. I know he's I don't know if he's still dealing with the little elbow injury, but when I watch Josh Allen and this. Bill's offense. It doesn't look like the same offense I've seen that I saw in the beginning of the season. But they won. They beat the Patriots this past Thursday, twenty-four to ten. They're now nine and three. The Patriots six and six. I believe the Patriots are even though they're six and six, I believe the Patriots are done. They're not making the postseason, the playoffs, so that's a good one on the road for Buffalo. Next up, the Bills are at home. They play the New York Jets next Sunday at home. So that should be a fun divisional matchup between the Bills and the Jets. Let's go to Houston Texans. As we had the Browns taking on the worst team in the NFL, the Texans. And we got... This was the Deshaun Watson Bowl as Deshaun Watson made his season debut for the Browns against his former team. The Browns did win. They beat the Texans 27-14. I didn't think Deshaun Watson had a great game. I thought he was fine. 12-22, 131 yards. I thought Nick Chubb, big day on the ground. 17 carries, 80 yards. Kareem Hunt, 9 nine carries for 56 yards. Deshaun Watson rushed for 
seven times for 21 yards. Donovan Peoples-Jones was the leading receiver. Three receptions, 44 yards. But the Browns may take care of business as they beat the Texans 27-14 to down in the Lone Star State. The Baltimore Ravens, they won, but they also lost um, their quarterback, Lamar Jackson, for days to weeks, as they said, um, with a knee injury, 10-9, to just beating the, um, the Broncos, who can't buy a touchdown, as, the, as Tyler Huntley, who will be the quarterback going forward, for who knows how long with Lamar Jackson out. 27 and 32, 187 yards, one interception through the air. On the ground, rushed for 10, 10 times, 41 yards, and a touchdown. But this was an okay game. The Broncos can't buy a touchdown, so they're not. There's. Something wrong with Russell Wilson. He doesn't look like the same quarterback. Um, the Los Angeles Rams. Can you have a worse title defense than the Rams? The Rams are now 3-9 and nine after coming off that Super Bowl win this last season. They lose to the Seahawks 27-23. to The Seahawks are now 7-5. They're right behind my Niners. In the NFC West. And in a couple weeks. We got that big. Divisional matchup. On Thursday night football. In two weeks. Between the Seahawks. And the 49ers. Up in Seattle. So that should be a. Pretty good game. We got. It's not going to be Jimmy Garoppolo. It's going to be Brock Purdy. And Geno Smith. In a couple weeks. So. And then we got the. Las Vegas Raiders beating the LA Chargers 27 to 20. And is this a underperforming season for the Chargers? Like I I thought the Chargers would be better this season. I think it's a little underperforming. I don't know if um Who's the head coach? Brandon Brandon Staley. I don't know if he'll be back next season. I thought the Chargers would be better than six and six, but they lose to the Raiders twenty-seven to twenty, and are now the Raiders are now five and seven on the season. Again, the Chargers are six and six, right there at five hundred. On the season. Rematch. Of the NFC. Title game. the I mean the AFC championship game. The Chiefs. In Cincinnati. Taking on the Bengals. Joe Burrow. You got um, Jamar Chase. Back for the Bengals. Patrick Mahomes. 16 at 27. 223 yards. And a touchdown. Through the. Through the air. You got on the ground. You got Isaiah Pachenko. 14 carries. 66 yards. A touchdown. Jarek McKinnon. 8 carries for 51 yards. 
Marquez, Valdez, Scantley, Travis Kelsey, Juju Smith-Schuster all had solid games for the Kansas City Chiefs. Are now 9-3 after losing this game. You got the Bengals 8-4 as they keep track with the Baltimore Ravens in that division, the AFC North. But um, Joe Burrow just outshines um, Patrick Mahomes in this ballgame. Jamar Chase back, seven receptions, 97 yards. Joe Burrow, a solid game, 25 at 31, 286 yards and two touchdowns through the air. So that's a a, a big win in the AFC re- title game rematch. And the Bengals keeping track with the Baltimore Ravens there in the AFC North. So we'll see who ends up winning that division. And then you got the Cowboys on Sunday night blowing out the Indianapolis Colts 54-19. And during this game, they were talking about Odell Beckham Jr. meeting with the Cowboys today on Monday. So we'll see where does Odell Beckham Jr. end up going. Will he end up going to the Cowboys? the New York Giants, the Buffalo Bills. Again, Odell's coming off a knee injury that he suffered in the Super Bowl for the Rams um, in February. So would you sign Odell Beckham Jr. if you don't see him work out? I I wouldn't. I want to see Odell work out on the football field before I sign him. And also, um, if you sign OBJ, um, how will that go on, go well with the chemistry? Will that mess up your team chemistry? Uh, whoever signs them, will that mess up that, key, that team chemistry um, with whoever signs OBJ? So we'll see if he ends up in Dallas. Or back in New York with the Giants or with the Bills. So Odell Watch 2022 rolls on. And tonight, Monday Night Football, we got a divisional matchup. You can say both teams are still in that off still in the race in that awful NFC South as you got the Saints at four and eight. Coming off that shutout loss last week against the 49ers. You got the Bucks at home at 5-6. They are leading the NFC South um, thanks to that loss to the, um, the Falcons on Sunday against the Steelers. So, I don't know who's going to win. I haven't been impressed with the Buccaneers this season or Tom Brady. And I know the Saints have had Tampa's, would you say they've had their number these last few seasons? 
I thought I think I thought the the Saints didn't they beat the Bucks last year in Tampa? Um, and didn't they beat them in Louisiana too? So I would say I think the Bucks will win this game because I think the even though they haven't looked like the Bucks. This season, I haven't been impressed with them. I just think they're a better team than the Saints. And you got Tom Brady versus what? Andy Dalton? I'll take Tom Brady over Andy Dalton any day of the week. And just, just think about this. The Bucks play tonight on Monday Night Football. And then on a short week, you got to fly all the way out west... To face the 49ers next Sunday. So they didn't draw the they draw the they they drew the short end of the the stick in the schedule on that game. So we'll see um how the Bucks come out of this game against the New Orleans Saints tonight on Monday night football. And I believe there's a Manning cast for this game. So I'm excited about that. I'll be watching that broadcast because I love the Manning cast. And I love the insight from Peyton and Eli and whoever they get on as a guest. But hey, we're getting down to the almost to the end of this season, and there's already been two teams already eliminated from playoff contention. That is, you would guess it, the Houston Texans and the Chicago the Chicago Bears have been eliminated. But if we if we look at the AFC playoff picture, we got the Bills and the number one slot. And just a reminder. Just the top-seeded team gets a bye. So right now, those teams would be the the Bills and the Philadelphia Eagles would each get a bye. And then in the AFC, number two, we got the Chiefs. You got the Ravens, number three. You got the Titans, number four. Then you got the Bengals. And then your wild card teams would be the Bengals, the Dolphins, and the Jets. And then the team still in the hunt would be the Patriots, the Chargers, the Raiders, and the the Browns. You can say the Steelers as well, but I think it's they're gonna. But I think the Steelers and the Browns and the Raiders will need. A lot of help to if they want to make the playoffs in the AFC. A quick look again at the NFC playoff picture. You got the Eagles, the top seeded team. Then you got the Vikings, number two. You got the 49ers, the third team leading the NFC West. Then you got the Bucks leading the awful NFC South. And then your wild card teams right now would be the Cowboys, the New York Football Giants, and the Seattle Seahawks. 
So I think that's where that tie hurts the commanders because right now the commanders are on the bubble. They're in. They're still in the hunt. They're number eight in the NFC, and then you got the Lions, who I believe will need a lot of help if they want to make the playoffs, and then you got the the Packers, who again they'll need a lot of help. And the the Falcons, who I believe will also need a lot of help if they want to make the the playoffs. So we'll get down to the nitty gritty here, folks, in the NFL in this NFL season. It's gonna be a wild ride, so buckle up. You got the Saints and the Bucks tonight. Enjoy that game tonight on Monday Night Football. And then next week, it's week 14, which begins Thursday with the Raiders and the Los Angeles Rams on Thursday Night Football. So, we're almost to the end of the season. Can you believe it? It goes by so fast. And if you like this episode of the Happy Hour Podcast. And if you like this podcast, give us a follow, leave us a rating, and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you in the next couple days. Thank you.